Yeah, we've been uh, going through a series so far about uh, looking at our at uh, who we are as a church, and I often get asked questions about our logo, uh, about the four interlocking hearts, about loving God with all our heart, soul, and mind. And so we've been talking about what it means to really love God with our whole heart. Last week we talked about the importance of community, and we, there's those two hearts, one going to the si- each side. But about we love those who we're doing life with, those who are following after God with us, and that's primarily in the context of community, whether it be table groups or small groups or life groups, whatever you want to call your groups. Uh, the people that you're tracking with and doing life together with. But we also love those who may not be tracking with us, maybe nothing like us, maybe uh, we don't have a relationship with. And the primary way in which we do that is we uh, show that love by serving and by giving so that we can remove every non-essential barrier between people and God. And many of you all do that here on Sunday mornings. We remove every non-essential barrier by serving on our First Impressions team or serving uh, with our children's ministry team, like right now. Uh, have you ever noticed, like, sometimes there's, like, kids screaming in here? Some people ask me, like, how do you keep it together when that happens? I don't. <laughs> That's why we have an amazing children's ministry. Like, once or twice a year, we'll do, we'll do a, a family-style service, and it's about all I can do to get through it sometimes. Um, because it is distracting. But you have a kids' ministry program here. We've got people who serve every single week in kids' ministry. Um, so they can remove every non-essential barrier for you and for them. Uh, and by the way, we've had over 100 people, uh, how do I say this, Our, the, the Sunday morning attendance has grown by about 100 people in the past month. And so if it's 100 more, that also means there's a lot more in children's church. Uh, they would love to add a second children's ministry uh, classroom, but the barrier for that right now is serving. And so if you want to be a part of that, you don't even have to teach, you can just be a part of that. Um, email debbie at essentialchurch.com or go to that uh, first time or the uh, welcome desk out there in the foyer and love to help you with that. Um, also, we remove those uh, non-essential barriers here in Virginia Beach uh, through our ministry partners, uh, ones like uh, Penn Ministry with the Homeless, uh, with Samaritan House for Domestic Violence, the Storehouse Food Pantry. Uh, and then you guys are also uh, removing non-essential barriers beyond our borders uh, in places like Morocco and the Philippines and Papua New Guinea, Dominican Republic, as well as Nicaragua. Uh, for over 10 years now, you all have been feeding over 100 children in Nicaragua. We have a partnership with a church, Iglesia de Dios, and Pastor Carminda down there. And uh, this morning, I'm really excited because uh, for the first time in several years since COVID started, actually the week that COVID hit, uh, Pastor Eddie was supposed to be with us, and that had to be canceled. And so he is uh, able to be with us this morning. Uh, for those of you all who know, Pastor Eddie had been here in the past. You know, um, just what a wonderful person he is. Uh, he, he, for a while, worked for the United Nations uh, with a food program. He's had a heart and passion to remove every non-essential barrier between people and God for his country of Nicaragua. Uh, and that passion is what ultimately led him into a relationship with me. And he said, you know, Steve, someday when you get this church off the ground could you remember Nicaragua? And I'm looking, I'm like, sure. I don't even have a church, but one day, sure. Um, And he had a vision beyond what I had, um, that one day there would be a group of people like you all who would give back a portion of what God has blessed you with um, to help people in Virginia Beach and around the world. And this morning you'll hear more about that. So would you please welcome for me uh, Pastor Eddie Morales, uh, who is our liaison with uh, Pastor Carminda. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good, good morning. morning. How are you doing? Man, it's so good to be here with you. After at least two years, or three maybe. <laughs> yeah, three maybe. But it's so good to be here. First of all, to say thank you so very much for your support, for your love. 
and your passion for our children in Nicaragua and for making a difference in the life of uh, the children in the, the children in La Escalera community. You are really making a difference. Now, you are empowering Pastor Car Pastora Carminda to serve her community and to reach her community for Jesus. And she is, as you have heard me so many times, she is an amazing leader and doing a wonderful job. So thank you so very much for all these years of support to Pastor Car Carminda, to our children in La Escalera, and to Orphan Network, to our ministry. Thank you so very much. So this morning, uh, I have the privilege to share some ideas. And I, I said, this is what I believe. That's, the, that's what I wrote. <laughs> no, but it's essential nature of mission for a church. No, and as Pastor Steve said, you have been talking about loving God, loving people who we, we work with, who we uh, have a deep relationship with, but also loving people and serving people who probably are not our neighbors, not as close as, close as others, and then we, you know, loving, loving ourselves as well. Lord, thank you so much for this day. What a blessing, God, to be here with my brothers and sisters at Essential Church. Holy Spirit, we just ask you that you may talk to us this morning, to each one of us, specifically, God, to our heart, our mind, our soul, as you have planned, and be glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So, mission. <clears throat> it's a very interesting word. It's one that I love, I would say, and it's one that have uh, fueled me since I was 12 and became part of a church. And actually became part of a church that a fellow from, a pastor from San Diego, went to Nicaragua to start this church. And his big approach, he just passed away, Bob Trollist. And uh, his big approach was, we are going to preach the gospel by meeting the needs of the people in Nicaragua. That was his, that's all what he was doing. And I grew up in a very traditional church. Actually, I was 12, <laughs> being part of a, of a very traditional church. And I had never heard this new approach. And I just love, loved it. You know, he said, we're going to go and if there are orphans, we're going to build an orphanage and bring the kids. You know, if they need education, we're going to open a school. If whatever barriers are there for people to have a relationship with Jesus, we're just going to get rid of those barriers because we're going to bring people to Jesus. We're going to reach this country for Jesus, but also we're going to serve them, being the, the second poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. We're going to do that. And that just captured, although I was 12, that just captured my heart to the point where I said, I mean, I didn't say, I should be honest. I didn't say, mom kicked me out of her house and say, go live at the church building, literally, and be discipled by Pastor Ed and learn and serve Jesus. So I was 14, two years after, when she kicked me out of her house. And, and I went and lived at the church. You know, and just, I was just, I mean, just part, being part of missions. And that's why I said that this word, I just, I mean, it, I just love it because since then I have been part of a mission. No, but <clears throat> thinking about this, my big question was, or my big point is, really at the end of the day, mission is not about 
feeding program. And please follow me so I don't confuse you. Mission is not about health program. Mission is not about education. Mission is not about dental program. Mission is not about job creation program. Mission is not about all these things that we as Orphan Network are doing. At the end of the day, mission is about God's kingdom. And mission is about reaching people for Jesus. And actually, Jesus said it this way, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. In another version, say, I will put together my church, a church so expensive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be, will be able to keep it out. Now, I will put together a church. It's not a building. I will put together people like you and me together, and they're going to be energized, and they're going to transform this world, and the gates of hell will not prevail against them. That's what mission is about. And then Jesus, in, the, in his last days on earth, even reinforced, and he said, go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and discipling them. And I will be with you, he said. So mission at the end of the day is, is about God sending us. It's about he giving us a task that we have to do, we should do. We should definitely at the end of the day be Understand that it, uh, it is a blessing, it is an honor to do mission because it's God doing it with us. It's God working in and through us. It's about growing his kingdom, advancing his kingdom. It's about transforming life, lives and earth. And he is using us to do so. So as Orphan, at Orphan Network... <clears throat> And this is, this is a, a, I'm pretty sure several of you have seen this, because this, I have this from the very beginning. I, I just turned I mean, 14 years, almost, working with Orphan Network in this year. And from the very beginning, I have this, and I built this with, my, with a team, with pastors, with our uh, team in the United States. And actually, through, three days ago, I was in, in a meeting with all of our pastors for the first time, since 2017, because of the political and social turmoil we had in Nicaragua, and then COVID, Mr. COVID. So I was not with them. I was not with them for the, four, for the last four years. Three days ago, we met. And then two days ago, we met with the entire staff. And when, we, when I started at Orphan Network in October of 20, 2008, sorry, it was me, only me. Today, we're 106 people at Orphan Network. God is into something really big. But from the very beginning, I have this, and I, every time I go over this, and every time I talk about this, I'm like, there is nothing, nothing, nothing on earth better than this. Nothing. And you and I can tackle this from any angle you would like, like it to. But there is nothing on earth that is greater, that is better, that is more awesome than this. One, we are, we people, and especially Christians, we are about changing 
the people's life on earth. And I know you're thinking, oh, I cannot do that. Yes, it's God doing it through us again. Remember, he is giving us the privilege and the honor to be his hands and his feet on earth. So it's him doing it through us. But number one, it's about breaking cycles of poverty so people on earth can have a great life. That's Jesus' heart. That's what he wants for his people, for people. And in Nicaragua, and specifically through our fan network, every day, every day we are saying we are here because we're working hard, we're giving our very best, we're thankful with partners and brothers like Essential supporting us, but we're working very, very, very hard because at the end of the day we want to make sure that we are breaking cycles of poverty in the life of our children and we are doing it for God's glory. Hundreds of children are breaking cycles of poverty, getting jobs, Last year, we were able to provide 108 jobs or help 108 jobs, uh, people to, re- to have a job and double their income and break cycles of poverty. That's what mission is about. But we always say, yes, it's about having a great life and quality of life on earth, but you and I know that's going to end one day. And when that ends... It's going to be even greater with Jesus in heaven forever and ever. And that's what mission is about. And that's what Jesus said when he said, I am building a church, a a congregation of people. And when he said, go ye therefore and preach and teach and baptize and disciple them. And discipleship includes teaching them to have a great life and a quality of life as person with family with neighbors, with whoever we are doing life with, and the people that we may be reaching. So at the end of the day, mission is really about that. Now, the other thing we say at Orphan Network, and I'm sure you have heard this many times, it's especially for children, but for everyone. I mean, if that kid is there sitting, who I want to reach for Jesus, And I am teaching and preaching to this kid and telling him how much Jesus loves him. And he is hungry. He is not listening to me. Actually, we have been sharing this phrase over and over. And I was sitting in in Miami. My wife, my son, they're here. They're here. I'm so glad to have my wife and my son with me. For the second time or probably second time, yeah. He came when he was six months. Now he's seven. (laughs) But we were sitting at the mall in Miami waiting for our flight and eating, and there was, a, there was this letter. No, this the phrase. And I think the phrase said, I think I write it somewhere to be exact. It says, a hungry stomach cannot hear. We have been saying that for years. It's really hard to tell people how much Jesus loved them when they're starving, especially children, and I have one. When he is hungry, he is hungry. And you know what that means. (laughs) It's really hard. And as I was thinking and preparing for this phrase, I remember Pastor Ramon. If you have been to Nicaragua, I'm sure you met Pastor Ramon in the garbage dump of Managua, 2010, 2011. That was probably hell on earth. We were in there doing ministry with Pastor Ramon. And I say we were because the government closed the garbage dump. But we went to visit a family. 
And here was this guy. There was a very tall or high cliff. And this guy, he just fell off the cliff and he broke his leg. Now, he was the one working in the garbage dump, living in the garbage dump as well, and providing for his family by recycling. And he fell off the cliff and he broke his leg. And he was in bed. And Dick Anderson, myself, Pastor Ramon, and his wife, we went to visit this guy and to pray for him and to preach the gospel to him. Again, probably hungry. But at the end, not at the end, but while we were talking to him, he looked at Pastor Ramon in his eyes and he said, you know, I really don't know if there is a God. And I don't know if he is a loving God. But if there is one, why has he forgotten me? Now, I personally, I was standing and actually I was translating for Pastor Ramon and, and I was like, I don't know what to say. It's really hard. You know, black plastic around, a tin sheet there, very, very, very hot, in the garbage dump, smells very, very, very bad. In his two, three piece of wood laying that he, he called bed, and looking at us and saying, if there is a God, where is he? Because I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. He probably forgot us. And Pastor Eldramong looked at him and says, there is one. And he loves you so much that he sent me to help you. And I was like, wow. At the end of the day, that's doing mission. Is representing God in front of that kid who is saying, you know, I really don't know if there is a God. Right now, I am hungry. And we can say, yes, there is one. And he has a wonderful church that he is building called Essential. And he has sent food through Essential Church and after school education program and health and dental care and vitamins and deworming and everything for you. So there is one and we represent him and he loves you. And by the way, he wants you to have a great life on earth. So take advantage of the food and take advantage of the after school education program and work really hard because we are going to break cycles of poverty in your life. But at the end of the day, you will have a personal relationship with that God as well, with our God. And do you know what? At the end of the day, after doubling your income, after changing your life, at the end of the day, it's going to be even greater because you are going to be in heaven with Jesus forever and ever. That's mission. That's what we are doing as our, as our fan network. And that's why we have that there every day. Every day we're talking about this. Every day. Every day. It's about changing the life of the kids on earth and bringing them to Jesus. And this week, the two red words in the bottom, that's new. The other, all the other one we have had for at least 10 years now, 10, 11 years. But this year, our CEO, Bob Cleary, visited us. He was in Managua. Actually, he came with, with me yesterday. And he brought this new approach, and I just love it. I just love it. You know, he said, at the, remember the, the 10 lepers? 
Lepers is the word? Ten lepers. They came to Jesus and they said, can you please help us? And Jesus said, yes, I am going to. Go and present yourself to the priest. The ten of, ten of them, I just imagine how fast they were running. And on their way, they were healed. And the Bible said one of them came back to thank Jesus. And he just went down, you know, master and master. And Jesus said, raise up and go your way. And Bob said, raise up means that he became holy. He was healthy now. He was not sick. And then I remember, yes, I mean, so many miracles Jesus, miracles Jesus did on earth. At the end, he would always say, you're healed, you're saved. You're healed, you're saved. You're healed mean you're whole now, whole. Probably you were blind, now you're whole. Probably you were paralytic, now you're whole. Probably you couldn't speak, now you're whole. Probably you couldn't hear, you're whole. Probably you're all of that because on earth, Jesus wants us to have a great life, a quality of life. But your save means you're holy now because you have, you have had a personal relationship with me or an encounter with me. And now you're holy. Your sins are forgiven. Now you're holy. So can you imagine people, your neighbors here in Virginia Beach, in Nicaragua, everywhere, you know, they are breaking cycles of poverty. They're becoming whole. Hundreds of children whose life are changing in Nicaragua. And they're having a personal relationship with Jesus. So now they're holy. Whole and holy is mission. And that's what you are doing. And that's what I am doing or I should be doing. I was thinking of Esther. And if we can go to the book of actually Esther because there is Esther 4. I mean, Nehemiah. <laughs> Wondering why he doesn't say what I was thinking to. Yes, Esther's hope. Esther. Esther 4. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position, royal position for such a time as this. There are three, four things that I want to highlight. One, it says... If you remain silent at this time, actually, do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. Now, when I read the king's house, I can think of 
comfort. I can think of I having a great life and a wonderful life and needing nothing. And here, the word is saying to Esther, you can be really nice and comfort in your comfort zone. And I hope you and I are not in our, just in our comfort zone, in our royals. If you are a Christian, you're a Christian, and I'm a Christian, I and you, we may be in our comfort zone. But I want to challenge you today to get out of your comfort zone and go and help someone to have a better life on earth. And that can be any struggle that they may be going through. But have even a better life with Jesus. Start on earth, but forever and ever in heaven. Number two. It says, for it remains silent, relief. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. At the end of the day. God is God. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need me. He can do anything. He can save the whole world without you and without me. But at the end of the day, he is saying, do you know, I really don't need you, but I really need you. I want to work with you and through you. And I want to do mission through you. Missions through you. And at the end of the day, I'm like, what a great privilege. What an honor to know that the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords is saying, I want to do it through you. But if you don't want to, great. I don't know about you. I am going to accomplish my plans. But I hope you and I are willing to say, yes, God, I want to be a part of it. And step up. Now, if mission is about saving lives, then food or lack of food and health and all of these are the barriers. And that's what you're removing. The question also is what are you removing or what do you need to remove in Virginia Beach with your neighbors, with the people who work with you? with the people you do community with probably. What are the barriers? Maybe it's a ride to church. Maybe it's inviting them over to your place. Maybe it's just going and praying for them and with them. Find the barriers. Because at the end of the day, one, you want to be God's hands and feet for that person's life. Maybe he has a lot of money. But maybe he's living in hell with his family, his children, his wife, his, her husband. Or health issues. I mean, what are the barriers that we, you and I, need to remove so we can approach these people and help them? So they can have a great life. Great doesn't mean money always. But they can have a great life on earth. And then we should bring them to Jesus so they can have eternity with Jesus forever and ever. You are moving barriers in Nicaragua through Pastora Carminda and changing life. Look for what you need to move in Virginia Beach as well. What barriers, essential barriers you need to move in order to reach these people for Jesus. But at the end of the day, I would also say, if you are not living in your king's house, then you should start by you coming to Jesus. You 
accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior first. And I would like to invite you this morning to say yes to Jesus if you have not yet. Say yes to Jesus and say yes to his missions, which is about bringing people to him so they can have a great life on earth and eternity with Jesus forever and ever. At the end, I, I guarantee one thing. With Jesus, you will have a great life. I'm not saying it's, not, it's going to be easy. I'm not saying you're not going to fight. I'm not saying there is not going to be a battle. But he will be with you. And his grace and his favor will be with you. In your personal life, in your family, in your marriage, with your kids. And then also with the people. So first with Jesus. Then with the people with whom we are doing ministry, community, neighbors, family. And then those that probably we're not doing ministry community with, but we are supporting. And then we are with ourselves as well. So I want to end by one, challenging you. Number one, if you, have, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, you have the opportunity to, opportunity to accept him today and say, yes, Jesus, I would love to have you in my heart, in my life. Two, remove all the barriers to do missions, understanding that mission is about changing life on earth and for eternity. And three, thank you so very much once again for supporting our ministry and removing barriers in, in Nicaragua so that people in Nicaragua can have a great life on earth and eternity with Jesus forever and ever. Jesus, we thank you so much for this day. Father, here we are before you, understanding that you have given us a mission to which we want to be faithful and we want to make sure that we accomplish this mission, God. So please help us. So this morning, God, if someone is here who, who don't, doesn't have a relationship with you, Holy Spirit, come and work in their life, in their heart. And you can say with me, Jesus, I gave you my life. Please forgive my sins and help me to be your hands and your feet for mission here and elsewhere, for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen.